and welcome back to Oh Deary, Deary Me. I'm Caroline Deary, and we are in 2021, guys. Remember, just remember when we said, oh, this will be like a fun little two-week respite and the world will be restored. I'm going to do my part by staying inside. <laughs> Sobs into my lacroix. 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 Whatever you want to call it. This year, I feel like my mantra, I don't know if I talked about this in a previous episode, but my mantra, something that I've been repeating to myself, something that I learned from Lauren Daigle on the Whoa, That's Good podcast, is is this, this little nugget of wisdom. I'm going to tell you some nugget nuggets of wisdom before we get into the hot, juicy gossip and before we get into a little life update and my 2021 predictions, Okay. It's this, true freedom, oh my god, (laughs) there's like some sort of truck backing up, and today just feels like one of those days where you just want to scream, why is the whole world against me? Okay, it stopped beeping, but yeah, there's just been little things happening today, that I could rant and rant about. My landlord, you know, we've got a love-hate relationship. I like her, but sometimes she does stuff like this where she changes up the mail key and doesn't tell me. I ask her, hey, did we get a mail key? She says, I handed it to you two months ago. I said, I haven't been here for two months. She said, but I remember handing it to you. And I said, okay, I must be wrong then. Not what, what's the cost? I'll pay for it. I don't have the energy to be a Karen. I'm afraid of being a Karen. So I said, oh, okay, I must have forgotten. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Anyways, live, laugh, love, landlord. If you're listening to this, love your girl. (laughs) Don't hate me. See, that's just how ridiculous it is. Okay. Anyways, I wanted to tell you this nugget of wisdom. Let me get back to my halo. Let me switch my devil horns back to the halo and get into my zen mode (laughs) because this really is a helpful nugget true freedom is allowing people permission to misunderstand you we all so deeply want to feel connected and understood and there is nothing more frustrating when people don't see your perspective when people misinterpret your actions or your words or when you're perceived as a bad person and you don't even get a chance to explain yourself. That can be really upsetting. And the fear of being misunderstood keeps a lot of people from expressing themselves in any way creatively or their opinions or whatever it is It's so stifling, the fear of being misunderstood. And when you're living in freedom, you know that people might not understand you. You know that this is something that could happen, but you've got to let that go, accept that that's something to happen and live your authentic self. Know where your intentions are coming from. We kind of talked about this on Taylor's episode and live in your truth. Now, there's so many different truths happening in the world right now. 
You know what I mean? And we're all so deeply affected by our environments. I went from L.A. to Florida for Christmas to see my family, which is controversial, and I understand that. And I'm still figuring out how I feel about the fact that I went home to see my family. Some people think that's no big deal. Some people think, well, you're murdering people. You're literally murdering people by going. So, you know, that's something that I'm trying to figure out. But I did go to Florida, and Florida and L.A., you know, California in general, we're on two opposite sides of the spectrum. A lot of people in Florida have this idea, like, most of us have already had coronavirus. Our hospitals aren't too over-flooded, according to one of my nurse friends down there. Um, You know, we have vitamin D, and if we're all fine, we're not going to stop the world for this, you know? And it's a different perspective. I was home and wearing my mask, and that's because I'm a product of, you know, L.A., and that that's what we do. And I love going home to Florida. I love seeing my family. Um, it just, it's different because, you know, L.A. right now is in a crisis. So I'm doing the best I can. I'm staying home all the time. It's just, it's a different thing. And so I'm having to let go of wanting people to understand my perspective because they might not ever get it, you know? Some people might not get that the mask stays on for me, whatever it is, or that I stay home, or that if I see you, we're in a park and we're not, you know what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily understand their perspective either, but I'm trying, and that's what it's all about, right? In In 2021, we're trying to see people's perspectives. I often think about how I'm being perceived. I often think about how I'm being understood. But I don't often think about what I'm doing to understand other people and how hard I'm trying to see the goodness and uh, the perspective that comes in another person's shoes. So that's, that's what I'm, you know, thinking about on how to not be a shitty person in this new year is letting go of judgments for myself and, you know, holding criticism and all of that jazz. Let's let that go. Let's let it go on the internet. Let's let it go in our minds and let's let it go in person. And, you know, um, another like little, not to be on my high horse, because this is something I want to work on too, is like thinking outside of my own sphere and doing what I need to do to help others. And because that feels good for your soul. It's like a selfish thing to do, you know? So my my little challenge for us this week is that we text an elderly person, either our grandparents or um, just a family friend, whatever, a picture and a little sentence just to brighten their days. Because I can't imagine how lonely it must be. I mean, I can sort of imagine it just because, you know, being in LA, we are so deeply quarantined, but I can't really fathom how hard this year has been or scary knowing that they are um, at risk more than anyone else. So let's just encourage anyone that we know that's elderly, whether it was like an old teacher, that could be a cute thing. 
yeah, that that's enough of that because, you know, this podcast is getting a little too self-helpy, a little too righteous. I'm trying to go for more of a trash podcast. I love listening to trash podcasts <laughs> and girls just shooting the shit, you know, so let's get into the chit-chatty. Life update. My boyfriend, Cam, we all know and love him from uh, two weeks back on the episode. He loves health and fitness and I will say my body is in great shape because of him not great 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 shape but like he definitely helps me keeps me accountable the nightly binge eating doesn't really happen as often because I have him to kind of be there and he doesn't even do it on purpose it's nothing that he tries to do he's never judgmental he's always super sweet but I'm like okay there's no way I'm gonna look at this and and stuff my mouth full of bonbons but it's it's anyways it's helped me so I told him for his Christmas present because he loves working out with me that we could go to the gym together and I will do whatever regimen he wants so for the next week three weeks I'm lifting with him and running and whatever all that jazz so I'll keep you updated on how that's going but it's it's the perfect time for the new year baby uh, so yeah, big major key alert, find a boyfriend who's into health and fitness and you can be their little project. <laughs> um, no, but it's fun. We have fun together. Um, next major life update is my TikTok. I am obsessed with TikTok, as we all know. I have my little thing and we had a few videos blow up in the last week. One with my mom that people thought was absolute baloney. <laughs> I recorded my prediction of what my mom, how she was going to react to Cam's flowers sent to the house. I was spot on. It wasn't too hard to do because uh, she has the same reaction to everything he does. And, you know, she reacted and it was exactly verbatim what I said. And people were like, this is awful acting, whatever. This goes back to wanting to be understood because if I could reply to every single comment and be like, no, 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 you don't understand. This is literally my mom, like, you know, explaining myself or whatever, trying to convince them, (laughs) I would. Another thing that happened was I made a celebrity lookalike video that, you know, got over a million views. Hey, pro tip, if you're insecure about how you look, even in the slightest if you can take offense to it, you will get offended because I literally don't know why I do this. This is like the second time that I've put out a TikTok about my appearance and it's blown up and then you get comments. You know, like one time I got I put out a TikTok where I'm talking about like Cam and I in high school and how we looked and people are like, she's not pretty. You just think she's pretty because she has blonde hair and she's a white girl. And I'm like, Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, anyway, so if I was putting it out there, you know, a lot of people have paralleled me to um, Heather Marazzo, I think her name is from Princess Diaries. And, you know, it's like, <laughs> you get these comments where you're like, you look just like her. And then you look at the person and you're like, what? And then you start perceiving yourself. You, you spend so much time trying to like figure out what you look like to people. It is not something I recommend. And after I made it, I was like, oh, kind of regret this one. But we out here on the TikTok. 
Speaking of TikTok, something that have swept TikTok by storm and all of the American media, I assume the worldwide media by storm, is the story of Hillary Hayward Thomas Baldwin. Yes, she, this story has fascinated many people and it's offended a lot of people. And let me get into it. I'm going to explain it to you if you haven't heard, but I'm sure you have. So her name is Hillary. She's from Boston. And I don't know how many times she's been to Spain or what her deal is, but she was born and raised in the U.S. And her parents in 2011 moved to Mallorca, Spain. They retired there because they're rich, doctors, lawyer, whatever type. Um, But they're literally from Boston as well. And she spun this web of lies for about 10 years, for about a whole decade, that she was born and raised in Mallorca, Spain. España, but really she was from Massachusetts, Massachusetts, and that that sends me like I'm not offended. I have no personal stake in this storyline. I am truly impressed with the way that she has been able to keep this up. I have little ability to lie. I am. I'm an okay actress, but I am not a good fibber in real life. So we have so many questions for the Baldwin family. Did Alec know? Did Alec know? Because they said their vows in Spanish. They have named five children. (laughs) Very Spanish names. Rafael, Eduardo, all, you know, Carmen, all of them are named like that. Uh, And that's... That's what truly (laughs) confuses me is, did he know? And he's reacting now in a way that's very supportive. And he said, you know, he made a video was like, I want to defend the person I love. Consider the source. Consider the source. You know, he was fuming. So anyways, she's gone on talk shows with her little Spanish accent. She's like, how do you say in English cucumber? And so I think a lot of people are mesmerized by the phoniness of it um and you know she had to come out and say like you know yeah my name is Hillary in in America and Ilaria in Spain and but then her accent's gone it's just all confusing and I think we've all had our own versions of Hillary (laughs) Ilaria in our own personal lives I have I've met someone who you know, was in the media and said, well, yeah, you know, when I found out that they had spun this web of lies, I said, honey, you got to tell the truth because what's going to happen if you're saying you grew up in this whole other country and this whole other culture and they find out because someone online says, oh, I went to school with them in this other country, what's going to happen? You know, I predicted these scandals don't go over well. But you know what? Bless that person on their way. They're going to live their truth. And the truth, it always comes to light. It always does. That's why you can't lie. It's too stressful, honey. But I, you know, my love to the Baldwin family. (laughs) Can't imagine how hard it is to be in the spotlight or to have your family in the spotlight. But I think people are pretty offended because she is a white girl that has taken on, you know, a Latin culture that's not her own. And, uh, you know, everyone, it's just, it's a weird thing. 
Um, but that's the hot, juicy gossip for the week. That's what I've got for you. She's got balls of steel for taking that on. I feel convicted to tell you about um, that would be alligators. I don't know how extensive your knowledge is on alligators, but I think you should know a few things so you can have nightmares the same way that I do. Being in Florida, uh, chatting with my mom and my sister, we we discussed the topic of alligators quite frequently. We do. We talk about it, and they're all over the place. And my sister has a sixth sense for them. She can spot them from a mile away. She can see them, and I never can. Now, there's a lake, and this lake has so many alligators it is unbelievable my sister and my mom have this ongoing chit chat about what she would do if her car fell off the bridge and landed in the lake she says that she would stay in her car and not fight the alligators because they are too scary and I'm like this is ridiculous but then I get a few more fun facts about these these animals and I'm kind of with the bitch okay listen to this If they see you and they want you, they can run so quickly. Forget the zigzags. They chomp on your booty and they have hinges that go off that keep their mouth from opening up again. They drag you into the murky, murky water. They spin you around like a washer machine and they chomp up your limbs and they keep you there after you've drowned for a week so they can digest you easily. Uh, terrifying business. Terrifying stuff. Catch me in the ocean, hanging with the sharks that I can punch in the nose. Goodness gracious. Yeah, uh, there's nothing helpful about that information other than be terrified. (laughs) Be terrified with me. Now we're going to make some 21, sorry, 2021 predictions, which are uh, equally terrifying to that. The vaccine. What do we know about the vaccine? Hi, I'm Caroline Deary, and I am not a part of the CDC, so don't take anything I say with a grain of salt. Or, wait, what is it? Take it with a grain of salt? I don't know. Get your salt out, bitches. <laughs> because this is my this is my thought. I, I watched a video on uh, Dr. Schaffner. He's this uh, virus contamination specialist. Very important, very sweet man. And he talked about the virus or the vaccine being open to the public in springtime. That seems about right. I'll go along with what he's saying. My prediction is that it's all available for us in spring. My prediction is that 70% of Americans take it. That could be shooting for the stars. But you know what they say, shoot for the moon, land among the stars. That's what I'm going to do, 70%. And... I think we, I don't know that we get a summer, guys. I don't know that summer is completely normal. I think there's still going to be people that have a problem with seeing other people at bars and parties, and I think that's going to be a thing. Um, So I don't think summer's going to be completely normal, but probably more normal than this past one. Masks? I will continue to wear masks probably till the day I die. Uh, Just because... (laughs) They are cozy to me, and um, I, I, 
what what else about them do I like? Oh, I've I've been healthy this year. Like, thank God. But I used to get strep throat all the time. And mind you, it's from staying home. But I feel like if I'm going to, if I ever go to a concert again, if I ever go to the grocery store, I will. Uh, but I, I feel like masks, they're going to stay. For um, what percent of the population I'm going with, I'm going with 20 to 30% of the population still have masks in the next 10 years. Uh, and Concerts. Do I think we will see concerts by the end of 2021? Perhaps, but if we do, I believe they'll be in pods. Kind of like, did you all see Justin Bieber did the New Year's Eve uh, little concert? Um, you know, all his dances were six feet away, and then he had like little box office things. So that would be really cool. But I, I don't know, something about... Something about having to push your way through people, or if you're like me, standing in the way back because you don't have any, any balls to push people. People push you, and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize to them. There's something magical about that. Got a little helicopter going overhead. Anyways, so let's see. My prediction for the inauguration, uh, well... I was going to say, I have it like written down that I think Trump acts in a classy manner. I think he's had enough time to digest his loss and then he takes it and he leaves. And then Trumpets are like, oh, that was the classiest thing. What a classy man. And he like tries to redeem himself in the end. That's what I think happens. But today, literally today, as I'm recording this, he's like begging for more votes in Georgia. And now I'm like, okay, maybe I'm way off with that one. Who knows? That's just my prediction. Um, crazy new fashion trends. I think that nail art for guys is going to be really a big thing. I think they're going to get into like, well, I don't know, like flames or like smiley faces on their fingers. And it's going to be like really cool and checkered and whatnot and like that's going to be a very popular thing you know we've seen the nails the the painted nails for guys this year increase but I think it's going to be the game is just going to go up a level maybe in men's fashion a lot more feminine looks maybe a lot more skirts are popular popular for guys who knows and if that terrifies you <laughs> um this is I don't know what to say to you, honey. I, I I don't have a lot of words to comfort you. I think I think a little kilt action might be cool. <laughs> Newsboys hats are going to come back. I think they're already starting to come back, which is cute. I, I think with trends, this is what I do. I don't know if you can relate. I'll see a trend. I'll be like, oh, that's super cute, but I don't know how long it's going to be here, so I don't know if I'm going to hop on it. And then I'm like, oh, this has been here for months and months. This is very classic. Let me hop on it. And then the trend goes away. That's how I was with news ha Newsboys hats when they were popular in like 2016 or something. So now that they're making their comeback, literally four years later, I'm like, okay, whip out the Newsboys hats. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? They're like the conductor train hats. Very chic and very cute in my opinion. I need to get me a pair of long boots knee-high boots I have never owned them and how 
cute are they? They've been in style, but uh, let me report back to you on whether I do that or not. And then obviously pajama chic, but I think more silky and feathery pajamas will make their way into like what we wear around town, if that makes sense. That's my prediction. Social media prediction. Um, I, I kind of predict that, we, that we're going to see the fall of TikTok within 2021. Hope not. Or it rises. I don't know. I think we see the rise in podcasts. I think this industry will boom. Boom, baby. You better hop on it. You better hop on it. Personally, my prediction, do I get good at surfing? I'm going to predict, yeah, I get a little bit better. I don't think I'm any, I'm going to get that good, but I'm going to get better. Um, and then I predict that I will have enough growth on this podcast by the end of the year to maybe release merch. Like I'm talking a t-shirt that is high quality and super cute but I got to get a listenership, you know, before that happens. But I predict I am putting it out there that that happens. I'm also going to predict for myself a acting job. There we go. I said it. I said it. I'm putting it out there in the universe. I would highly encourage you guys to put some things out there in the universe. Maybe after this podcast, I'll make a manifestation journal. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Thank you so much for listening, though, and sharing and chatting it up with your friends. I hope that you all had fun chatting with me. If you were to call me up right now, this is legit the conversation that I would have with you if we were to FaceTime. Or if this was not a panoramic world. Yes, I said panoramic. Pandemic. But, you know, I, I was trying to make a joke. Whatever. Then... If I were to come over to your house and sit on your bed, this is what we chit-chat about. And I just love a good chit-chatty podcast. Anyways, I love you guys so much. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Oh, I got a good guest, guys. Oh, it's going to be uplifting. And she's so cool. She's like one of the coolest girls in LA ever. Oh, man. Okay, we're really excited about that. Anyways, love. Oh, dearie, dearie me.